Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. NXT TakeOver War Games 2. It is November 17th, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. Second War Games, this time from the Staples Center Survivor Series weekend. Matt Morgan, what did you think of the pay-per-view? Pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Raj? I thought it was, uh, I mean, I was entertained as hell throughout the whole show. I thought it was an awesome show. I thought they kicked out of too much shit. But outside of that, I... Thought it was a really cool show, and maybe not the best takeover, but uh, right. it, I was entertained the whole time. I think uh, I think Adam Cole is a superstar. Uh, I, I worry about him on the main roster because of his size, but um, hmm. I do think that uh, this was entertaining as hell. I loved it. It was fun. The pacing was interesting uh, to have that War Games match last after everything else we saw. Certainly, I don't. Is there such a thing as like awesome fatigue? You know what I mean? Yeah, where yeah. it's it's too much. You you know WWE pay per views. They'd always have like I hate to say it, but back in the day, like the, the divas matches would be the the matches to bring you down a little bit. You know, to to kind of catch your breath before you go to the main event. And um, that that had to be last. The, the war games had to be last. I understand that. Yeah, that but they don't they don't have age. a buffer. Oh God, no NXT man, no NXT uh, pay per view does. It is bang, right. bang, bang, it's main go, event, go, go. main event, main event, main event mm-hmm. for me. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, I'm a big Ramones fan, and I went and saw the Ramones on their last tour, and they just keep playing hit after hit, and every time you go to catch a breath, it's like one, two, three, four, and another one, and after a while, you're like, guys, <laughs> play a ballad, do something. <laughs> a See, at, at least Bon Jovi has some new shit. So when we saw Bon yeah. Jovi, they, you know, they do living on a prayer and then they do some of their new stuff and then you go get a drink and go to the bathroom then you come back for their old stuff yeah but with this it's like i could just use a little break something um and we really kicked it off tonight thought we what we knew what the opening match was going to be but instead we got uh matt riddle coming out there and uh interrupted by cassius ono we knew they were going to have a match it was supposed to air this coming wednesday on nxt and they had it right then and there matt making his nxt debut uh taking out cassius ono with a knee uh but you can tell from the pre-show and the way they've built this i mean they're really really high on this guy how do you think this went as far as nxt debuts matt 
he debuted on NXT TV already, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he debut matches. As far as um, a TakeOver debut. Yeah. Um, fantastic. He's very different. You know, his entrance is kind of weird. But, um, <laughs> I mean, it's different. You know, I'm a fan of anything different. Kid's in great shape. He looks like an athlete. Um, he's got that, that background of, of legit – everyone assumes he's a legit badass because he's from MMA. That, that adds to the mystique, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Great-looking kid, and, you know, hopefully he gets some time down there and they really, really develop him now. We get a, we get a character instead of this, this crap. That crap don't work. Yeah, Matt, he's not doing it for me. I think he's talented as hell. He has a look. Um, but I think that the bro stuff and that toker oh. surfer, I find it – I don't know if it's my age. You know, I am 43, so I don't know if it's just my age, but I find it annoying. Um, no, it's, I find it's, it's not your age. It's not your age. It's yeah. corny as hell. Like, yeah, done. That, that was the crap that used to be on my Bart Simpson cowabunga shirt. <laughs> right. when I was it's yeah. corny as hell. I mean, people love Matt Riddle, and I think he's a hell of an athlete, and there's a ton of potential, but he doesn't scream superstar to me right now. He's, because he, of what they have him wearing. Look, he went through a lost and found. But no, <laughs> that's him. That's what he's always – that's what he's been doing on the indies. I think he – that works for a certain percentage of the audience, but at some point – that's no. not a, a a mainstream superstar look no. and, and, and delivery. And look, he's got to change that if he's going to make it on the main roster because he has all the tools. They have to change it. Look what they used to do with um, Alexa Bliss and others. They'll change it. They have to change it. I hope so. I, I hope so. Yeah, I hope he goes along with it because, yeah. He can still be laid back and be who he is. I've right. only seen YouTube clips of him in the ring wrestling. I've never seen what his entrance looked like. So I didn't see what he was wearing until NXT. I was no. like, what the Right. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of Rob Van Dam, but more annoying. Ooh. Like Rob Van Dam wasn't annoying, right? Back in the day. Like Rob Van Dam had that very laid back personality. And that's right. cool. And that could work. And that could work on a main, main event level. They, they can't write for it, though. They couldn't write for Rob Worth's uh, shit. No. Yeah. It sucked. It's hard to write for that type of person. Especially when Vince doesn't get it. When Vince mm-hmm. understands your character, it's very different. And you can see right. when he, he gets, gets it. it. Yeah, I mean, this is more Spicoli bro than, uh, say, you know, Long yeah. Island, like what Zack Ryder was doing. Yes. So a little, little different. But the bro thing, I don't know. I mean, did you guys follow uh, here in the Bay Area? We've got Hood Slam with Joe, uh, Broseph Joe Brody. He won the Rock the Promo. It's AJ Kirsch. He was on Tough Enough. Oh, yeah. I think he's like the pinnacle of the bro gimmick. So anything else trying to do that now just seems like a letdown. Yeah, whatever you just said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking at like which of these NXT stars uh, can bring in new fans and can be that superstar, mm. and and uh, I, I only see one, and that's Adam Cole. I, I think one? really Velvety Dream all Ricochet twenty four hours a day, Ricochet thirty six hours a day. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he did a <laughs> double, triple India, dude. That dude is money. Yeah, but I, how many how many people tune into wrestling for moves, and how many put, tune in new fans for moves, and how many for characters? You know what I mean, and personalities. Let's be honest. Let's say a stranger walk a stranger, uh, one of your friends that don't watch wrestling, walk into the living room when he hit that crap off the top cage. You mean to tell me they're not going to sit down and watch more? I don't know because yes. you, because you know sometimes you see those street performers doing crazy shit. You know they're like I they, stop. Yeah, you stop, but you're not like, oh, I need to keep watching this every week. Okay, you know what I, I mean? Not, I mean, it's not really on TV. Yeah, yeah. But 
you know, so you'll see like uh, the Daredevil stuff. I mean, look, I think Ricochet is amazing, and I do think he he could be the next Rey Mysterio. I just don't see him being the next John Cena. He could be bigger than Rey. I mean, I know it sounds crazy. I think he could be bigger than Rey. Probably if they, yeah. if they do him right. Yeah, that, that's what's important the next, here. The next Cena or the next Rock. How much shorter is he than AJ Styles? Do we know? He's five ten, like I think it's okay. like a, a buck, a buck eighty, buck ninety, or okay. maybe it's like five eight. But Let he's me... shredded, so his weight's irrelevant. But he... his 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 height though is what I'm worried about. Is he if he's the same height as AJ, who's five ten? Ricochet's five nine. Yeah, five nine, one ninety five. Ooh, that means he's probably really five eight. I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, seriously, yeah. No, no, for sure, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, just jumping over a bunch of stuff doesn't make you evil Knievel. You have to be a character. But I think Ricochet is, though. I think they just haven't let that hey, fully he's develop. He's got the look. He's, he's... he's got a smoothness and a coolness to him that you can't write for. It's just it, this, this isms he gives off in the ring. When he hits his stuff, it's just cool. It's raw. I, yeah. I, hate, to say, I hate to use this comparison because he's nothing like him. But it's almost rock-esque, the cool vibe I get from him when he hits his stuff. It just... That dude's a cool mother bleep is what I always keep saying when I watch this dude. He has his promos. Have you listened to his promos? I'm purposely not. Yeah. <laughs> his trash talking leaves a lot to be desired too with his little boys. But whatever. But he's got the look down. Back when he had the long hair, when you see those old photos of him, he does what? not look like a superstar. Wow. Okay, right, uh, yeah, did you ever see those pictures of Ricochet? No, back when he... I gotta go look. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's the difference. It's like when Dwayne Johnson had hair. Mm. You know? He didn't look as cool. Something right. about it. He got the right look. He got the right gimmick, the right style. I, but I think Ricochet could be huge. Um, they just have to give him something. That's why I thought, you know, it's good he got the spot in the War Games match tonight. I thought that was a bit of a, a, a demotion for him being thrown into that match compared to where he's been on the card before. But he certainly made the most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, after Matt Riddle made quick work of Cassius Ono, we got the two out of three falls match for the NXT women's title. Carrie Sane. Real, real quick with yeah. Cassius Ono. Have you guys heard that he has a thyroid issue? I would imagine that that would be true because of what we're, his build. I mean, look at it. If it's that is worse. true, he should use that as part of his character. Because I think people look at him and they think lazy, you know, it's just you, the automatic things <laughs> but, that you think. But that's come on, he's like just going out there and start yelling as they yell, like, I've got a no, thyroid no, issue. No, but you do like the, the personality, you know, promos. It's not it's glandular. Like, I'm not fat, I'm big. No, no, like, you know, do, you're do, doing do an that. interview with him and you're like, hey, you know, overcoming this thyroid issue. And is it hard to maintain your, your rings, you know, work and just to let people know. So that way, then you're, then you're watching them though differently. You're watching them as a fat ass now, whereas we're, we're not. We're kind of now watching them like nobody really wants to say it or admit it because it, we're fans and we like to watch him work. We like his work. And the minute you throw a magnifying glass on top of him being fat and why he's fat, I can't unsee that. I can't unhear that. See, I think it's already there. But as a heel, uh, though, it's gonna get. It's not gonna be taken seriously as a heel. No, then, then don't have him be a heel. Because right now, I don't see Cassius Ono on the main roster. I see him where he's at in NXT. And if he does make it to the main roster, it'll be like a No Way Jose thing where he's wrestling on main event. And oh, just, I thought he was one of those player coaches. He's going to become a trainer ultimately sort of things. Who cares? Go on to the next match. Who cares? Yes. About oh, Chris Hero, <laughs> you've fallen so far. He's so good, though. He is really good. Yes. Uh, two out of three falls match. NXT women's title. Kerry Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, we had uh, Shafir and Duke ringside, two of the four horsewomen in Baszler's corner. And uh, yeah, 
What can I say? Shayna Baszler ended up retaining this. This match uh, went on a decent length, but I don't know. Shayna's sticking around in NXT. Matt, would this meet your expectations going into it? Sure. I mean, I mean, this was the worst match in the card for me. Huh. Yeah. Really? Not, not that it was bad. It was good. But that's how good I thought the, the rest of the other matches were. Um, yeah, didn't do much. I like Zane, I like Zane a lot. But uh, ba- ba- Baszler... And the, and the four horsewomen that I don't like it. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's the problem with the the horsewomen. I like I love Carrie Kyrie Sane. I think she has such an uh, a uh, you want to get behind her. You know, like she's this very like nice, innocent character that you, you just you just kind of mm-hmm. fall behind. And I think she plays it well. And and I think she is that. Uh, Shayna's got you know she's trying to do the bully thing and. Uh, I just think the horsewomen together, they don't – and it's funny because they are legit badasses. I know. Yeah. But they don't look it, you know? Mm-hmm. If you don't know their MMA background, if you haven't followed them, you, you look at them, it's like, it's like three people that were at a bar, you know, at a biker bar that are hanging out together. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't look like a superstar act. Right. Yeah. So uh, there was some back and forth. Dakota Kai came out at one point. Io Shirai – to assist Carrie in this, but ultimately it wasn't yeah, enough. Sure, I looked awesome, and and Dakota Absolutely. Kai, I think, is also a superstar in the making. If if, uh, mm-hmm. if you know if she keeps improving in the ring, she's she's awesome. Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane, and you know Shayna Baszler, if she keeps working on her character, she is. I think she's thirty nine, but wow, uh, or thirty six. Uh, oh, I don't know. Let that. me double check that, but yeah, yeah, born nineteen eighty, thirty eight years old. 38 okay wow that's crazy yeah wwe i mean they usually don't sign people that age so well when you're on the rouse's best friend it's got its perks it helps so they already recorded a match in san jose on thursday for tv uh in the coming weeks it's going to have carrie and dakota teaming against jessamine duke uh and shafir and uh i believe they are billed as representing the four horsewomen and um i won't spoil the outcome of that match but seems like they're going with this they're they're keeping it going i thought at least three horsewomen well yeah i mean that's the thing but i think i don't know i know we've gone into this raj on differing sides i think they're going to get involved with ronda and uh the four horsewomen of nxt with uh becky charlotte bailey and sasha so so they did they did a match at the nxt tapings the other night with marina shafir and and justin duke and no one gave a shit (laughs) it was like quiet that was the quietest quietest match on the show yeah so do you want that creeping into ronda rousey do you want ronda rousey's your biggest star do you want that you with people who look like they're who's just sitting in the audience (laughs) i just don't i don't think it's a good idea i think they're both i think they both got a lot of potential but i just don't see it well, we shall see. Um, so, yeah, Shayna Baszler retained the NXT championship. Where do you think they go from here with this? Bianca uh, Belair has been wanting a title shot. Do you think she's next for Shayna? Or who gets who gets the next crack at this? That would make sense, wouldn't it? I think that the fact that they had Dakota Kai run in, I would I would think Dakota. Okay. Or Io Shirai. I mean, yeah. I can see Bianca Belair. Too, she's. I mean, she's got she's got that poise and natural charisma, that. Uh, but I wouldn't rush it either. I, I would keep her waiting in the wings, keep giving her victories, go to Dakota Kai for now, and then mm. and then go, because Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler they have history. 
Yeah. Uh, after that, we got Johnny Gargano versus Aleister Black. Johnny Gargano, this is his 11th appearance on the main card of a takeover, setting the record. I believe Asuka is second with 10 appearances on takeovers. Um, this match, man, I mean, this would have been an incredibly satisfactory main event on yes, the main card. Uh, what did you think of this, Matt? What did you think of this match? Outrageous. So good. So good. I'm still having a hard time with Johnny as a heel, obviously. But the, the match itself was incredible. Uh, I'm a huge Black fan. He's got to work on his body a little bit. But what he does in that ring is original. You know what I mean? Everything he does is different. He keeps my eye on him the entire match. What do you mean work on his body? He's, he's, he's pretty he's, ripped. He, no, he's not. He, had, he looked a little skinny fat to me tonight. Dude. He looked soft. Hmm. He didn't. He didn't look like, which is crazy, crazy to say, because he is a good athlete. But like, he, like when you're in NXT, there's no excuse not to be shredded. Yeah. You're locked in that gym all day. The best trainers, they have dietitians. I, I went there and saw inside the refrigerator. They all have their own prep, meal prep services. <laughs> so, so like they have no excuse not to be in the best shape of their lives. He came off an injury. I know that's different. It's hard to come back from an injury and get get your body shape back. But look now versus when he first started. He's not as tight as he used to be in the abdomen. On the flip side, you know who looked in the best shape I've ever seen him in was Aleister Black. I mean, he looked way no. more because he Aleister Black was always skinny. No, fat. that's who I meant. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's who I'm. Oh, I thought you were talking about Johnny Gargano. No, I, I, no, God, no, 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 no. I okay, I meant Black. Oh, really? I thought Black looked in yeah. the best shape he's ever looked. Hmm. But that's not saying much because he, he used to not have any definition before. I never saw any, and then I thought when he began, he kind of kept him covered up properly enough. Yeah, he had the CM Punk body, but I thought he looked a lot more yeah. muscular at night. Um, okay. But yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I was like, man, Johnny Gargano, he's 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 ripped. He's yeah. small. He is a little shredded. Yeah, he is. Thought he looked good. Thought he uh, had a good match. I thought both had a great match, match tonight. Yeah, they did. The yeah. I, I thought this was awesome. Spots. I thought I thought this was the match of the show. I thought this was the best. Yeah, match. yeah. You know what? No, I, I like. Well, we'll get to the next. The next match was it for me. The yeah. Velveteen Dream. That was awesome too. I mean, it's, it's always hard to pick with the takeovers because it it's really like is. just it's it's almost just personal preference at some point because they're all yep. pretty awesome. But Johnny Gargano, what do you do with him? I don't see yeah. him. He's too Ooh. small, you know, for the the main roster. And I don't mean that. My personal opinion, I just mean realistically. You know what they're going to they, do to him. Exactly. You know. Yeah. You know what they did with Chad Gable. You know what they've done with Evan Bourne and all these talented guys that are not 200 pounds and are not that do not have that size and that do not have overly crazy charisma. If you've got overly crazy charisma like CM Punk, Daniel Bryan was able to make it, they were the exceptions to the rule. They're not the rule. AJ? AJ's still pretty He's bigger than these guys, you know. He's no more than five ten, but he's like two. He's probably like two fifteen, two twenty, right? Like he oh. couldn't be a cruiserweight. I don't know. I, I should double check that. His yeah, listed weight is nowhere near what his real weight is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. I feel like, what do you do with a lot of this talent? That's uh, that's on this card. I mean, for Velveteen Dream and Black, get, yes. put them on the main roster well, and stay the f out of their way. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I'm sure Black will be, you know, tagging with Bray Wyatt within three weeks. I could see Vince fucking up the Velveteen Dream. dream oh, absolutely. Game, so. I'm, I'm petrified of it. I'm petrified of it. Absolutely. Happening. Yeah. I can see him be like, oh, I love it. Why don't we have him coming out to purple, you know, purple yeah. rain and, you know. and Dude, everything he does clicks. Everything he does. The Hogan stuff still, I don't. I didn't think it was cheesy, corny. Everything he does clicks for me, for me as a fan. He's got so much charisma. He knows his so character. Much. And he knows how to incorporate the Hogan stuff into his character. It's not like when Jay Lethal is trying to be Macho Man and it's right. kind of cheesy. He makes it a part of his character. Uh, yeah. the, the charisma, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but like he has the most charisma I've seen in years. Yeah. Years. It's just It just pours out of him. Everything he does, and he's athletic as hell. You see him flying around the ring, go, jump, to, get into the top rope. Yeah, like he climbed to the outside, and before you know, he'd be on the top rope like in one second. Like his athleticism is insane. That suplex to the outside of the like the stuff he does is crazy. He's he's awesome. God, so Alistair Black, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Yep. <laughs> so Alistair Black beat Gargano. Now let's talk about the match of the night: the Velveteen Dream versus Tommaso <laughs> Ciampa for the NXT title. Matt, go. Awesome five fifty-five star match. No, this was my favorite <laughs> match in. in months for me many months for me uh like the story that they told um and anything you have with chomp on it is gonna have a great story um he's incredible as far as being a heel and sticking to be trying to be a heel and how he gets his heat changing gears in the match not enough people are gonna, probably going to talk about him he did incredible um his character i'm digging um and I've, the obvious is 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 uh velveteen dream here that guy's a star on every level I don't know. I mean, his punches, he needs works on his punches. That's one thing physically I did see he needs to work on. His punches are the drizzling shits at the moment. They'll get better as he keeps going, though. He's got to change it up, though. He's, he's throwing these open hands. And sometimes they'll cover for him by calling him a paintbrush and bitch slap and things like that. Those are his punches. He's just getting caught opening at the last second. He's got to watch that. I used to do the same thing. I had the same problems. I was scared of opening people's foreheads up with stiff punches. And um, no one will want to work with you, right? So um, he's got to get through that, and he will because he's so young. But everything else on that dude is main. Uh, for me, he's a main event talent. I, I, I tweeted this. I love this match, but they kicked out of too much shit. Oh, yeah. let me get my let me. I get a redo. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, the DDT on the championship that I was talking to right before the show started yeah. was bullshit. You cannot kick out of that. Nobody right. could kick out of that. The Jim Cornette would say, "There's no head machine in the gym, folks." <laughs> There's not. Why was he able to kick out of that? Is his head tougher than everyone else's? Is his face tougher than everyone else's? Is he have more muscle on his face than everyone else? No, it makes no sense. You cannot kick out of that. Yeah. And, and yeah, he did his uh, finisher on the outside of the ring, brought him back in, hit the hit, you know, hit the elbow from the top, much. and they still kicked out. It's it's the problem with today's wrestling is that false finishes get the this is awesome chance going. And it's like, at some point, it gets stupid. And then it's like, then all those moves didn't mean shit. If he can't keep you down for three minutes, yeah. this move that is, is supposed to make it look like it kills you and only yeah. keeps you down for two, it meant That's nothing. You put the foot on the ropes. Uh, get, you know, do something. But um, they just mm -hmm. kick out of too much stuff. I wanted him to win, and the fact he didn't win scares me to death that they're going to call him up. because I think, it's I think they sad. are. I think Velveteen Dream is next. I, mean, I worry. <laughs> he's he's uh, a superstar if used right, but we've well, seen Bobby Roode. Yeah. If he goes to SmackDown, I have a little bit of faith. I have faith. 
Yeah. It was a Raw, I'm worried. Mm-hmm. Well, if it goes to Raw, he's going to be on main event within two months. And that'll be the biggest That's... sin in WWE for the last you know, so many years. I mean, yeah. I mean, why? but why? Why even call him up at this point? You know, I mean, they haven't been cutting people lately. It's... Yeah, where do you put them? Yeah. It's like, exp- I'd rather them expand NXT to 90 minutes or two hours. Now, I would watch him yeah. than some other people on both sure. rosters, obviously. But you know the hierarchy in WWE and how it works. You're right. He would be. I mean, I mean, it's a, I can't believe I'm saying that because he is so good. I'm like his biggest fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love watching him. And this guy, like, he has so much future in front of him. He's so young. And to get this part of the game this early, oh, my God. And and Raw is kind of a death nail too. If if you're not uh, big is. and and yes and because Vince pays so much attention to it, and he has his idea of what a star is. So you see, like these guys that thrived on SmackDown moved to Raw, and now they're on. You know, you see Jinder or you know Bobby. Uh, yeah, Bobby. Exactly. I mean, you see these acts that they were doing something before, and now they're nothing. And the move to Raw didn't. There was no reason to move into Raw. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't spread the raw roster out. It it doesn't help anyone out. Anyway, uh, I just I just hope that most of the guys on NXT outside of Lars Sullivan, I think, are better yeah. SmackDown fits. And S- Lars Sullivan is someone that Me I too. think Vince is going to give, uh, you know, kind of like a Baron Corbin. He's going to give him a shot. Yeah, yeah. All big guys get an initial shot. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, after. 50 million false finishes. Uh, Ciampa <laughs> did a DDT on the steel partition between the two rings and then dragged Dream over and covered him for the pin to retain the championship. <sighs> I mean, that's like Ciampa, Gargano. All, I mean, I don't know. They're all under 200 pounds or right at 200 pounds. Yeah. They're not I mean, they barely make 205 live. But at the same time, don't you think NXT is going to run into a problem? Because I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but every single act on this card, with the exception of Matt Riddle tonight, has been on a takeover before. Uh, the War Raiders haven't yet, right? Okay. Well, so there you go. There's there's one act that was new tonight. <laughs> but everyone else, I mean, how many times, how many more times can they go around with these these very similar cards before? I mean, and it was awesome, awesome tonight, but I think people are going to get bored. I mean, I, th- I think you can. I, I'd rather them do that than go to the main roster and, and yeah. you know, fade away into obscurity. And by the way, I have an idea for how Adam Cole can revive 205 Live, and that could be a hot brand if done right. Go ahead. What is it? All right. Tell me what you think, Matt. At Survivor Series, you have Shane McMahon and Stephanie arguing back and forth. Like, let's say Raw wins the first two matches, and Shane's like, all right, you have done nothing with the Cruiserweight brand. If we win the next match, we get the Cruiserweight brand. Boom. They win the next match, they get the Cruiserweight brand. And then... Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura uh, loses the title to Adam Cole. Adam Cole comes to the main roster, wins the U.S. title from Nakamura. So now he's on SmackDown, wins a big belt. And Buddy Murphy starts doing an open, open challenge. And then he's doing it week after week. One week, Adam Cole answers it. Boom. He, he shows up on 205 Live, accepts. And now he's on both the main roster on SmackDown. 205 Live is part of SmackDown, and he's on 205 Live. And because 205 Live has no personality, it has no charisma, it has no characters. Adam Cole <laughs> is the guy that could bring eyeballs to it. And, and then you bring in the Undisputed Era to 205 Live, and, and you're building on SmackDown to 205 Live. I think 
that could be something. And and then you start bringing in the Ray Mysterious who could work both SmackDown and 205 Live. And and then you get the Ricochets and all these guys that would be misused otherwise. And then you get, you know, you just need personality and Adam Cole can bring that. And you and you treat the Undisputed Era as like an NWO on uh, on 205 Live. It could be something. It's nothing right now, but undisputed on two hundred five live would be pretty dope. Yeah, but it, but you don't want to waste Adam Cole just on two hundred five live. You got to have him on the main roster, and him him being U.S. champion would instantly bring some credibility to it. So he's like a double champion. Okay, but here's the dilemma: if because two hundred five and all those guys on that roster are considered inferior by the main the main fan, mainstream fans that watch the show, the main fan that watches the show. Not not somebody that watches like two hundred five live, okay? Mm-hmm. <sighs> or the one that did that kind of do like me, like once in a while. Mm-hmm. The fact that you see him selling and losing, uh, you know, eventually lose to someone on two hundred five live, that's going to kill him on the main roster when it's time for him to wrestle a main roster guy. Unless you have it be like a Mysterio or someone else that's a big Unless or Ricochet, someone else that can out. still be a big star on the main roster. I almost think you have to have him on both. No, I mean I like the idea. I do. I do. I'm not in favor of trying to save 205 Live, though. I'm just not. Yeah. Not yeah. anymore. I hear you. I, it's a dead brand. But uh, if you wanted to make it something, because I just see all this talent in NXT that's going to get wasted on the main roster yes. because they're smaller. And that would be the place, if you could make that brand hot, that would be the place for them. Or if you Honestly, made NXT I, a legit third brand. I just, they should do that. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, with NXT being a third brand. But Raj, I think WWE needs to wake up and realize the direction. They started to wake up and push the punks, the Daniel Bryans, the AJ Styles, the Samoa Joes, the, those that are not big jacked up people, right? You mm-hmm. could be a little bit shorter and still get a chance at being a main event. Um, I think they need to continue going in that direction because that's what they have coming up down the pipe. The pipeline is shorter guys. Mm. So I almost think you need to continue to go in that direction and not, bring it up not talk about it on the, the headset not mock someone because they're short you know what i mean things like that unless it's obvious when it's one of these short guys versus braun Strowman or big show then yes but until that i don't think it, you, you mock it or put it down as a weakness um and like they did with daniel bryan when when he was in the land of the giants beating kane somehow beating big show beating mark henry um back then it was unheard of but like now I think they need to continue to look to go in that direction because that's what they have coming up. You're only as good as your youth. You're only as good as your youngest talent coming up down the road. And what you what they have coming up down the road is what you said, Raj. Nothing but diminutive, shorter talent. So they've got to go in that direction as a, as an entire company to some degree. I I mean. I agree, but just from decades of seeing how Vince books. Oh, well, yeah, I'm just saying that they should. Right, yeah. And and so if he keeps doing this, what do you do? And that's that's kind of where I see things. He's he's definitely uh, not hands-on with SmackDown. He doesn't attend most SmackDown tapings. So, so these guys are way better off on SmackDown when yes, they come up they, to the main roster. They are. Yeah, but with two hours, I mean, it's only so much time. Yes, Glenn, good point. Yeah. 
So that's where I mean having 205 doing something different with it, I think is good. Uh, because they that's the thing, they have a they have a surplus of talent, and that's gonna be a problem. Um, and now they're doing, you know, with the UK show, Triple H on his call this past week, talking about more expansion, more stuff they're gonna do. I mean, they're they're almost hoarding talent. Um, and so yeah, very few people relative are gonna get a chance to shine. Yeah. I don't know. Why not just give NXT its own make it to, to the third brand already? Yeah, especially with with the Fox deal, FS1, NXT will outdraw almost everything on FS1. Hell yeah, it will. And if you make it hot, you're making, you know, 200, 250 million a year now on Raw and SmackDown. If you made NXT hot, at, at the least that's 100 million a year if you can make that brand hot, you know, on a TV deal. To me, that brand still, NXT is hot. I mean, yeah. You, you put those crowds on television. And let the rest of the world, you know, clicking through the channel, stop and see that experience, feel that experience. Dude, you got to admit that the fans that watch that show make it a lot of the time. Real quick before we uh, move on to war games, I think the lighting sucks with NXT on these shows at these takeovers because they got like 15,000 people at this arena and it looks like 800. You know what I mean? Oh, really? I, I know I, I like that they that. try to make it intimate, but when you got a big crowd, you got to make it look like a big crowd. I didn't notice that. I'll, I'll go back and watch it again. Yeah, they only have like the first five rows lit up. You couldn't, you can't yeah. see anyone else anywhere else. And I know they're trying to be grungy and the alternative, but when you got a big crowd, if someone's watching this for the first time, they would just think that everything is dark because no one's there. You hmm. know what I mean? The, the 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 music is better. Their entrance ways, I think, are better. I like it. Yeah. I like everything else with the presentation other than how they light the crowd. And I, and I get why they do it. I understand the, the meaning behind it. I feel like they should do that with 205 Live because everyone's leaving. What's that? The focus is on the wrestling. Right. But when you got a big crowd like that, dude, yeah, show sure. what a big deal this is. They should pan into the crowd. You know what I mean? If you have to. How hard is that to do? Yeah. Just have some lights in the background in the crowd so you show that this is a full arena because... That, that that makes it seem that much hotter. It does. And they haven't been doing the hype packages the last couple of takeovers where they talk to people outside, where they show people waiting in line, talking to people, talking about special and better NXT is. You know, I feel like they're not putting it over as much as they used to. Um, so the War Games match, the War Raiders, Pete Dunne and Ricochet versus the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, this started with Adam Cole and Ricochet in the ring. People entered one by one. Uh, Pete Dunn got locked in his cage, so he was a little late for the official match to start, the War Games match to start. Um, Matt, what do you think about the War Games format now, the second year they've done this in a row, bringing it back? How do you think this is working? Oh, did we lose Matt? Did we just lose him? So, Raj, what do you think? Uh, how do you think this format... Oh, sorry. There he is. Uh, Matt, how do you think this format's working, the War Games match format now, second year in a row? Then bring I liked it. What was, wrong with the, what, was with, what was wrong with it last year? I don't think there's wrong with it. It's just interesting. I mean, it takes a while to officially get going. The match doesn't officially start till everyone it is does. in the ring. It you does. Know? They did some good storytelling to get there. It got kind of a little cheesy with the door being locked, Yeah. Um, the cage being locked. But um, once they were in there, I mean, I, I liked it. It was bedlam. <laughs> um, War Raiders 
stepped up tonight, in my opinion. I know the final shot was Ricochet, Pete Dunne. They're the ones there. This match was designed to get over. But War Raiders, I thought, did a pretty damn good job tonight. Because I've not been impressed by them. I know there's respect to them. There's just two fat guys wearing paint to me. Um, I, but they did well tonight, I thought. I look at War Raiders and I see Killian Dane. And I just see where Killian Dane is too. right now. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. Too. And especially with the, the face paint, it looks like Halloween. The War Raiders, that gimmick worked in ROH. It's working in NXT, but it's... Uh, Everything works in NXT. Right. They look like they should be in a Geico commercial. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, yeah, I know what I was doing. Yeah. yeah. Like a comedy, yeah. you know, like... I don't know. They It, it just looks goofy. Um, they got to they they, they drop the whatever they're doing in their entrance. That That's corny. Yeah. Because um, they're talented as hell. I don't want to see them go the work. way that Killian Dane did. Because Killian Dane is talented as hell. He he impressed the shit out of me last year at the War Games, right? He looked yes. like a breakout star. He was. MVP of that match. Man, um, he, can't, he can't get on TV to save his life now. You know, unless he's walking Nikki Cross to the ring. Which I don't get because he is a big dude. Yeah. But the the big and fat doesn't work anymore. Yeah. It's got to be big and ripped. You know, like the brawn. It's it's no longer the uh, one man gang physiques. It's yeah. I mean, that's just the the, the straight fact. That, yeah, I mean, the uh, Hanson did the 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 what did he do? That one hand elbow whatever. Yeah, he did that one move in the match, which was just crazy. The, a guy his size doing it, but Vin sees that is he doesn't care. the match itself though um undisputed era great job looked like uh bobby fish hurt his knee legitimately i thought um during the match there he switched legs with his kick his stomps i noticed yeah um and he looked like he was favoring it slightly he did a great job covering for himself but um i hope he ain't hurt i hope we don't hear that um hope i'm wrong um what's what's the other announcement nigel nigel mcginnis Mm-hmm. He does a good job for me on announcing. I like him, obviously, but like he's a friend. I just mm, some of his stuff gets annoying. Um, like when Ricochet and Adam Cole were at the very top of the cage together, and he's like having a boner and having a heart attack over <laughs> he baited him, ah! and like screaming and yelling and popping, like I said, popping a Woody over it for like freaking five minutes. My favorite part was Adam Cole started moving on and picking up Adam uh, uh, Pete Dunn instead. Oh, by his hair? Like, that completely pokes a hole in that theory. <laughs> well, that's but that's still better than like like Renee Young would be like, oh, well, that looks like it's going to hurt. Oh, she's going to be feeling that in the morning. You know it's what I mean? Like in their ear. <laughs> yeah, but uh, at least he's selling that it's a uh, it's a big move. <sighs> it was that he baited him to the top of the cage. Oh, my God. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. But, I do but think the NXT match. announcing it, it, it sucks you in more than the main roster announcing oh. in the sense that everything feels like a bigger deal. That's because of what's his name? Um, the main guy, Michael Cole. No, the main guy on NXT. Oh, uh, Mar- Mor- Moro. Moro's awesome. Moro's great tonight. He's great. He always is. He he's what makes it for me. But did you hear them when he was trying when Pete Dunne was locked and stuck in the cage, and they were um, right before he got stuck in the cage. When Homeboy from Undisputed came out, I think it was Bobby Fish, 
and or whoever it was and put put his padlock on Pete Dunn's cage and it took him like a couple minutes to do it. <laughs> okay. The announce team was like, well, well, what's he doing? Wait, 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 wait. He's not. Wait, what's what what is he doing? <laughs> For about a minute straight going, yes, he's putting another padlock on it. Guys. And Pete Dunn's just looking down like hmm, whoa, 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 <laughs> Yes, yes. It was oh my God. It took him a minute to say all that. Yeah. To get there. <laughs> What do you think he's trying to do? Order a pizza? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You should be outraged that he's trying to lock the cage as opposed to wondering what he's trying to do. What is he trying to do here? Wait a minute. He's not. What? No. He's not. Going he's to- got a lock. What? What is he doing with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit much. Yeah. Oh. I thought once this got going, this was a really good match. Uh, Ricochet. So glad they gave him that spot off the top of the cage. Ricochet is a video game. I mean, that is such oh, yeah. a true thing. Like, I don't see how any normal human being could do that and not get hurt. Uh, yes. <laughs> insane. It is. I've never seen anything like that. I, and I've worked AJ. I've seen AJ. AJ's always been the most impressive to me when it comes to, holy bleep, how, what the hell do you even call that move? Right? Yeah. AJ was that guy for me for years. It's ricochet for me now, dude. He just keeps doing things I've never seen before. Even that one, uh, that one episode of NXT where he did that flip outside the ring. I forgot Whoa. who. That was insane. And yeah. perfect landing. Yeah. In the <laughs> and just walks up to him. It's like what? <laughs> it's crazy. So it was good tonight. Um, yeah, but this match, it's it's. T- I think it's tough to book around to book a card with war games at the end of it because we got. Essentially, two and I'm gonna say two and a half main events tonight, maybe three main events, then war games, you know, three uh, main event caliber matches. Maybe you could argue a little bit about Kerry versus Shayna, but yeah, I think you go through that and you have war games at the end, and it's just uh, it's like overload, you know. I mean, I, I, I see, I see what you're saying, but for NXT, it's just so different. Yeah, takeover is so different. They're hot for everything. Yeah, it helps. It helps. Yeah, I didn't feel like it. Uh, it felt like the the crowd deflated or anything for this. I felt hell like, no. Yeah, it uh, it didn't feel like last year's war games though. I will say that like last year's was. I think it was because the war games came back after so long um, that it felt like a bigger deal last year. This year, it didn't seem as heated. the The rivalry between both sides was more like you know you're going to have an awesome match and and you're enjoying it as opposed to. Raj, hang on. I'm sorry. Do you remember the part in the match? All right, War Games, where at the like towards the very end, when they all get up together, like yes, side by side, by that side, was awesome. Like band of brothers, and they're, and they're standing on the opposite sides of the yeah. No, when they get to the ropes, opposed from each right, other. Right, right. They're on the opposite sides of the and a foot separates them, and they're all like talking trash to each other. And I'm yeah, like, no. I hated that. I'm sorry. I hated that. It was very staged. It seemed very, uh, very planned. It was like a comic book cover, like the, you know, the face. Yes. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. But but I I actually enjoyed it during the match. I could see how it seems cheesy now, but during the match, I, I was into it. I thought it was a cool spot when they were, when they got in each other's face. I don't know. And they politely step through the ropes. <laughs> they met each other, and they almost French kissed each other, like on the metal plate thing there. 
before they started punching each other. Come on. Uh, I liked it. <laughs> you just killed each other with chairs and all these kendo sticks, power bomb from hell, all these big, huge moves. But it's kind of like, like Rocky and Drago when they're coming out at the end and they're just like both beaten down. They're like, all right, let's it do this. Works. It works with one-on-one. It does. Mm-hmm. It does yeah. not work with that crap. Yeah. Five on five. That looked corny as hell to me. All right. I got me and my brothers over here. Yeah, well, we got me and my brothers over here. <laughs> and we're going to meet in the middle. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. I, I was into it when I watched it. Like there was nothing in that match where I was like, oh well, this is stupid. Um but now it's like now when you're talking about it, I'm like, okay, I could kind of see it. But <laughs> it worked I, I, really hard to pull yeah. that off. It was quite the endeavor. The ricochet with that freaking flip off the top of the cage. Oh my god. That dude is he's he's a video game. I don't know how to describe him to somebody, honestly. I show like my girlfriend, I, my girlfriend, my wife. Yeah, I was like, where's that come from, Raj? Hey, now. Yeah, Raj, 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 wait, my wife's not listening. No, <laughs> uh, no, my my wife, like she does not watch wrestling anymore. She can't stand it. She likes she likes Jericho. She likes Elias. And she likes The Rock. You know, like the big guys. But I'll show her Ricochet stuff. I'll be like, you got to come and see this, and she's amazed. Like. Yeah. I, I kind of look at her sometimes as like showing something to someone that doesn't watch wrestling. And if it's something that they would be interested in seeing if they're interested in it, like, Oh, that was cool. But I don't care to see any more or that was cool. I want to see more of it. Like yeah. with, uh, I'm kind of diverting here, but with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, when they did that festival of friendship thing, uh, she loved that angle and she was curious to see who won and wanted to see like that match. Like it led to something else as opposed right. to like, in the now, this is cool. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Chrono Falco in the chat's pointing out the pyramid power bomb. To me, that felt overdone tonight. I feel like lately yes. they're doing more of that, more of the superplexes. How many people can we get involved in this? Yes. He's yeah. right. He's right. That was a little, that was incredibly staged. Yeah. It always is. And then it's like, oh, whatever. Well, Anytime they do those electric chair, you know, the, those. The big- Tower to doom things. Yeah, it's it comes across as hokey, but it's always a cool. It gets a reaction. Sure. Okay, but here's the best part: they did not get the reaction. Um, what's his name? Who's hanging out up top? Who had nothing to do with the move? Got the reaction. Um, uh, what's his name? We just said his name three hundred times. Um, the dude that does ricochet. 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 Ricochet got the pop. Because everyone started chanting, Rick. They started chanting for Rick. Because you knew. That's what we were waiting for. I mean, I don't know about you guys. That's what I was waiting for in this match. Ricochet is going to jump off the cage. Like Ricochet and freaking War Games. You know, some shit's going on. Right, right. So those guys who took that crazy sick bump from that Tower of Doom was all for nut because it was just to get to that top for him. Yeah. Yeah, that was the setup. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a bump to take for a setup. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's kind of my point, is when you stuff it yeah. full of this much stuff, the Pyramid Powerbomb would have been the high point of any other match like Usually. this. Then you have Ricochet mm-hmm. on top of it. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's like at a certain point, I don't want to say like they're wasting some of this, but it's like, you know, it's just at what point does it get to be too much? Or do they paint themselves into a corner that you just can't top it anymore, you know? They put it all out there. I'll give the NXT yeah. roster that, man. They put it all out there. They do it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, hard to imagine Survivor Series topping this tomorrow night. They won't. 
No. <laughs> it's <laughs> always that for me. It's always a no. Has there ever been a weekend where they did? I think SummerSlam was close. SummerSlam think, was pretty good this year. I thought, didn't we think Mania? Like, we didn't think yeah. Mania had a shot at doing it. And then yeah, we Mania was good. Was it? What was Maybe Mania? I'm making it up. Maybe I'm making no, Mania up. sucked. Uh, well, the main event sucked. Remember Roman and Brock and everyone who was shitting on oh, the main event? Yeah, don't listen to me. I'm making that up. Okay. There was one pay-per-view where WWE came back. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we didn't give him a shot. Yeah, I think it was SummerSlam. Okay. Although I'm already forgetting what SummerSlam was. <laughs> I always picked, always picked that. I think it was Mania last year was the one where we were like, oh, that was actually really good. Maybe, uh, yeah. Last year was Reigns and Taker. That match wasn't great. I, th- I really think it was SummerSlam. I think there was uh... – oh, God, what was SummerSlam? Guys in the chat, what was SummerSlam? AJ Joe. AJ Joe yeah. was one. Um, Becky turned on Charlotte. Becky turned on Charlotte, yes. That was awesome. And then uh, Roman and uh, – who was it? Jesus. That was where Roman beat Brock, right? Braun? Yeah, Roman beat Brock. And then they had the Braun teasing the Money in the Bank. That's cash. right. Yes, yes. Yeah. That was that was a really good show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and the War Raiders won tonight. Uh, Rogers, you said Adam Cole might be uh, moving up. I feel like a lot oh, of these I don't know. guys. No, no, no. I don't. Ready. I don't know about that. I, th- I think well, Velveteen Dream is moving up I, because I, of Velveteen. That's your prediction. That's my prediction. Matt, who do you think gets called up after this? I couldn't tell you how they choose because. I haven't wanted. I think Velveteen should have been up there a while ago. Even though he can use a little bit more season, not because he's not good, but because his his potential is more than anyone I've ever seen in in years. His cap, we don't even know where it's at. His ceiling, yeah, you know, it's you know, limited. And Matt, to your point, the thing he gets that a lot of guys are not getting is that character aspect oh, and the charisma yeah. aspect. And that's really missing a lot in NXT. It's a lot of good matches and moves and not right. like getting outside people interested in the character. And here's the thing, guys. I've always told you guys this. To get yourself over as a character in the wrestling world, you've got to figure out who you are as a man first. And that takes years. I was like 28 when I... 29 maybe even when i figured out like who man morgan the man is right in, in real life right and then once i figured that i'm like you know i am kind of cocky i'm kind of a cocksucker at times you know what fuck it why am i hiding it anymore fuck this god geez golly og crap that i did on tough enough that's not who i really am um just tile that dial that bitch up to a 10 and i'm the blueprint of this fucking industry what you know that kind of thing and so i cranked it up but like with him the fact that he gets that at 20, whatever the hell he is, he knows who he is already and who he is as a character. Guys, I can't even begin to tell you how long that takes people. And I do th- at that age? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I do think at times with Velveteen Dream, there are times where it seems like he's acting, like he's not fully, like he, he could use a little more seasoning. Um, he, he, like Bray Wyatt, right? He doesn't seem like it's an act. Like you, you, you watch him, and it seems completely yeah, believable. Velveteen Dream. There are times when it it seems like he's in a character, and I I feel like he he could use a little more time to just gel that a little more to where it doesn't seem like he's acting at all. I don't know because his thing is so far out there. His character, yeah. he's doing a lot of different trial and errors. Right, mm-hmm. so there's gonna be times where he does shoot it really. Yeah, he does really shoot for the stars with something that's crazy, and it's gonna look a little like what you said, a little like some acting, right? Yeah. But 
no offense to the rest of the guys in wrestling right now, that's what they all do. They're yeah. all acting. Hmm. That dude reacts, in my opinion. I think realistic stars, uh, I think he's he's in there. Um, Lars Sullivan, if he can improve, I, that's a guy that Vince I could easily see pushing. And I almost think I could see Lars getting put, called up. You know, I could see Lars, EC3, and Belveteen Dream in this uh, next round. And there's always like some random random guy, right? Like the No Way Jose's and the, the Apollo yeah. Crews, uh, you know, yeah. someone else. Yeah, it's hard to tell. You know, Cash is on <laughs> Glenn, it's hard to tell because you hear Hunter talk about guys are like made for NXT and they yeah. do really well. And there's guys that are don't do anything at NXT and they come out on the roster and they do really well on on the main roster sometimes. Elias, great example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so it's hard to tell who will get that call up. I can't tell. I can't figure out a gauge. I can't figure out what their gauge is for that. I should mm. say. Yeah, I really think it depends on what their immediate plans are for NXT. Is it going to be expanding the length of time? Uh, how are they looking at balancing the new signings versus the established guys that are already there? What's their touring schedule like? Does NXT have the capacity to handle as much talent as it has? Or do they need to graduate some people to make room? Do you hear yeah. what you just said, though? We're talking about making people go up to Raw or SmackDown so yeah. NXT can move <laughs> along. That's I absolutely think that's the scenario they're in right now, right? Yeah. Think about all the talent that wasn't on this show. That's the way it should be, in my opinion, because I think the show's better. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sucks for some talent, though. They're like, oh, they had to put me up to the main roster to make room in NXT. I could see that. I could see being a talent there going, you know what? I like this gig. I get paid. My bills get paid at home. I make enough money. You know, I only got to be rich. This is fun. And I'm getting crazy over here. I like this. I could see that. I wonder how how much better the money is for someone like, uh, like, like, let's say, a Tyler Breeze, who... You know, works dark matches, just working main event, as opposed as opposed to when he was in NXT. What's that? House shows he is those house shows he's working though, where he's making some good money. Are is he making good money? Because now they're losing money on the house shows. Hmm. Really? Yeah, I mean, they lost a a million dollars last quarter. Uh, It was a a million dollar loss on house shows, so the payoffs can't be that great. You wouldn't think. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I always had a set fee for my, for my house and then I get a little bit of extra on top of it, like a percentage yeah. of the gate where you wrestled on the card. But right. I, I, I mean, there's gotta be, yeah, there's still gotta be the same, the same thing where it's not just based on the house, but you get a base. Yeah. Yeah. Well, notice no one ever complains on the main roster about being, I mean, and, and wrestlers complain a lot. You see Heath yeah. Slater and Sasha and people complaining about not being in Survivor Series. Uh, Tyler, whenever anyone says to him, oh, it's too bad you got called up, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, my bank account is great. You know, even Mike Kanellis okay. is like saying, no, everything is actually pretty darn good. You know, sucks I'm not on TV more, but what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, that's yeah, hey right. man, you, you complain, you look what happens to people that have complained in the past, right? The JTGs and, and guys that have complained about their pay and stuff like that on Twitter, and then they get buried the next night and then they're not used again. Hmm. What, what, what did um, who'd you say used to complain, Glenn? Oh, no, I'm saying like now you see like Sasha and Heath are complaining about not being on Survivor Series. How they say it, how they say it. Uh, Heath was like, oh, you know, I was captain of the SmackDown Survivor Series tag team thing. What was it, two years ago? And this year, I'm not even on the card. How scary you is know? that? That he was a captain of anything. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Sasha, I mean, it's more, I don't want to say it's passive aggressive. Dana Brooke for a long time 
was, uh, you know, was very passive aggressive about not being on TV. You know, or sometimes just flat out saying it, you know, like, oh, yeah, I sure wish I was on this week, you know, to all my fans. Like, they take little jabs like that at creative sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot well, of times she- when, it, when it gets traction, I think Dana Brooks said something one time, and then they buried her the next week. Like, she they just destroyed her. shouldn't be saying anything. And he Slater couldn't be the captain of my baseball card club, let alone freaking <laughs> a team. So he needs to calm down. But um, but what's her name? Yeah, definitely. She should be on Survivor Series. Sasha, yeah. Damn right. I think I think he Slater has a lot more upside than how he's used. Oh, Maybe. he does. He does. He does. I mean, yeah, he, he's he's he's, he's got a personality, which a lot of guys don't. My neighbor has a per- my neighbor has a personality, <laughs> but not many wrestlers do. I like Heath. Heath, I think, is uh, in the two and a half years I've been doing this, Heath is the only active roster member of the WWE who has come on this podcast. So I give Heath credit for that. Yeah. So at least there was that. Uh, We lost Raj. Uh, So Matt, Survivor Series tomorrow night. What are you looking forward to? Not much. I'll be honest, not much. Um, Definitely not the Survivor Series match. Yeah, Glenn, not the Survivor Series match. I tell you what, I'm no. not looking forward to that match. I'm not looking forward to. Um, obviously Brock versus Daniel Bryan. I'm interested in that match. Absolutely. That's really it. I want to see more, how. I'm way more Brock interested in, uh, in Brock and Daniel Bryan than Brock and AJ for the second year in a row, just because yeah. I'm guessing that the the ending would have been the same. Like it would have still been Brock beating AJ. It would have hurt AJ. This yeah. is a way to protect AJ, in my opinion. Yeah, two years in a row, AJ getting beat. <laughs> Him and Daniel Bryan, it's interesting. Uh, if Brock wants to, like, we'll we'll see what kind of mood Brock is in, right? Because we've seen Brock and Dean Ambrose. <laughs> he gave yep. Dean Ambrose nothing. Um, <laughs> I, I think Paul will put the bug in his ear, though. I do. Yeah. Because they could have an awesome match. I mean, Daniel Bryan, it's weird that he's heel as this small guy going into this. He turned heel going into a match with Brock Lesnar when it's such a natural, he's such a natural baby face in a match with Brock, right? Yeah. 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 True. You're, you're right. It's very, very true. Um, they could do a one off if he wants to be facing Brock, Brock plays a heel. Yeah. They could because he just turned heel on AJ. He just sure. did it. Right. It's not like they're continuing it after this. So it's, they're stopping it, so you you could do a one-off. Daniel Bryan's acting like a baby face, and and then he's right. back to being a heel next week. Right? They could. They could. Well, who do you guys pick? Business. Huh? For tomorrow, I mean Brock. Right? Like, there's no way Daniel wins that, right? So, uh, Brian Wool, who, who's one of our guys, he's he's actually at uh, Takeover tonight. He's in LA. He did make a good point that. A lot of Fox executives might be at this show, right? I don't care. The President <laughs> of the United States was there. Brock's going over. No, no, not that. But oh. SmackDown is moving to Fox in October. Do they want to make SmackDown look like a shit show, like a B show, like all the stars are on Raw? Um, with these guys in attendance that they just signed, you know, signed a $250 million a year deal with. Do they want to make SmackDown look weak? Because – Ronda's winning, right? For sure. I think you're overanalyzing that portion of it. I really do. Yeah. It probably. I mean, I, I see Brock winning too. But I, you just got to wonder if that's going to come into effect at all. But yeah, I think Brock is beating Daniel Bryan, no question. 
Uh, removed from everything because they've done nothing to build this up, I think just on a pure match level, Shinsuke versus Seth Rollins could be really good. Yeah. You know, I think tomorrow if I'm trying to find things to look forward to, there's that. And I'm curious how Charlotte versus Ronda plays out because now Sean, Charlotte is that stand-in. She is going to keep whatever is going on between Becky and Ronda going. And now, I mean, Raj, how true is this the speculation that Becky versus Ronda could main event WrestleMania this year? It's very true. What else do they got? Yeah. Can't think of anything hotter. I don't know how they get there and keep it white hot like this, though, with Becky. That's a long time to go. They got to have her win the Rumble, and she she picks Ronda Rousey. And I think they could do it. I mean, unless they F it up, right? Unless they um, start having her lose every match when she comes back and start doing that 50-50 booking with her. They don't do that. They keep her protected. They do. They it's not far till the Royal Rumble, right? We're we're a month and a half. They're two months. By the time she's back, it'll probably be a, at least a few weeks. Then it's a month away. Just protect her for a month. I hopefully WWE can do that. Then, I've seen them fuck stuff up before, but Raj. But then what? What after the Rumble? Let's say she gets you know, she's a, she's a, the first or last entrant. Something cool. She wins. She calls out Ronda. Um, then what? How she beat she beats Rhonda. And then you got Naya who injured her. That's you know, and then you go to that, and that's her next feud. But I think she should beat Rhonda. I think you keep Rhonda strong, right? You keep her where does she wrestle Rhonda at? Right at Mania. That's what I'm asking you. How do they get to Mania with so, Becky being white hot? Because Becky wins the Royal Rumble yeah. and challenges Rhonda, and, and that's three it. months away from there. Yeah, but the, Rumble to Mania is is quick. Like it, two, it flies by. Yeah, it's two months. Yeah, February, but, March, April. But end of March. Yeah, yeah. It's like two months in a week. But they get there quick. So eight, nine weeks, ten weeks to keep that girl white hot and not mess it up. Dude, she's been hot since SummerSlam. I mean, it's and she's getting hotter. It's not like it's dying down. She's getting hotter. It's like, so a couple of weeks after SummerSlam, Becky was getting these big cheers. And then they did the dark match after 205 Live. It was Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. And everyone had left by the time that match happened. And so it was kind of one of those things that people were like, well, people like cheering Becky, but they're not sticking with her for her actual match. I think that's changed now. I think people would stick around. Like, she's hot enough that I think that now if you did that match after 205 live people would stay for 205 live to watch becky because i think she is she's connecting organically and as long as you don't do stupid shit she'll she'll be there you know what i mean yeah i do if they book her stupidly which they do all the time um you know i don't trust it 100 percent by any means but i i think i think it'll be as long as she's healthy, doesn't get injured, and they realize what they have on their hands. Because they haven't had this with many talents uh, over the last couple of years where it's like this organic thing that's right. not based on a catchphrase. It's not the Rusev Day where people like saying Rusev Day. It's <laughs> based on the character themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you don't see that often. Nope, you don't. The problem is that Ronda can't match Becky on the mic or on Twitter or in these promos. I mean, Ronda is over because she's Ronda, 
but she opens her mouth and it's like, oh, you know, it's just, I, I don't know if Ronda, if they could deal with Ronda being looking that, you know, inferior in the promo department for that long. Why do they keep calling Becky the man? Why are they, why she uh, the man? I agree. I, I don't like that. What is that? It was based on Ric Flair's to be the man. You got to beat the man. She beat Charlotte. So now she's saying she's the man. Yeah, yeah I know. It's kind of, yeah, I don't like it. But on Twitter, she's been awesome. Uh, she, on her TV. Twitter game is the strongest. Her I used Twitter. to think Big E. I used to think it was Big E, but Becky took oh, over. Becky's is Becky's always has. Surrogate has always been well done. Mm-hmm. She's calling out Conor McGregor. Like she's been always good at that. Yeah, her her Big E and Rusev have the best Twitter games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, provided she's okay, she makes a full recovery. Getting busted open by Naya is going to be. The best I mean, that's thing. what, yeah, took it, it to the it, next if level. If the plans stay, yeah. Yeah. It could it, be the it, best it, thing. Now she just got herself that main event match at Mania. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, hey Matt, can I ask you something? Have you, do you remember a wrestler losing their push or uh, getting fired for hurting another wrestler or hurting wrestlers constantly? Yes. None are coming to mind, but yes. Because I remember, like, Seth Rollins for a while had a bad streak, and he it didn't affect his push. I remember Mr. Kennedy hurt uh, Randy Orton. He His push got derailed. He got fired, yes. basically, shortly after. But after that, I can't think of, like... Since then, no. But, like, when, when I was there, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember any names top of my head, but, yes, that was definitely something. Yeah, because I remember Nakamura hurt Cena. Nothing happened. I don't know. It like be, It has to be a couple times, though. Yeah, and Nia Jax has had a lot of a lot yes, of issues. She has, dude. She cold cocked her. <laughs> Is that not her not knowing her own strength? I can't see her doing that on purpose in today's punches, environment. Punches are tough to gauge. They are, and when someone's crowding you, it, it's it is it's not easy, you know. But still, you're a professional. You got to yeah. be able to pull it back. That's that's the gimmick, right? But when you got like twenty people, just you know, it's a chaotic situation. You get excited. I I honestly don't think Nia did that deliberately. I know some people think that she did. I, Somebody thinks she purposely punched a lot of people. Ball? Jericho thought she did. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I today's WWE, they're so guarded. I could not see that happening. I gotta watch that again. I don't think she would do that. Yeah, it seems a little little much. It's careless, not not purposeful. Right. And then a lot of people make the argument, she should be back at NXT. <laughs> I used to be one of those people who say that She's giving about concussions her. to NXT wrestlers. She's <laughs> <laughs> still giving concussions, I guess. I can't yeah. believe she got she caught a concussion off of that, honestly. Because she carried on like nothing was, you know what I mean? Becky's tough. Not to sound, okay. <laughs> Becky's tough. Not to sound sexist at all, yeah. but... I don't like seeing women bleeding from the face, you know. No, I know what you're talking about. But Becky mean. looked badass, you know. Like Bad that was ass. such a star-making scene. Hundred percent. Yeah, and hundred uh, percent. I agree. It was bad as yeah. She yeah. Like a bad, you know what? She did. Mm-hmm. It was such a. It, it sucks that she got a concussion for that because, oh, it was, that was so cool. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. And we'll see tomorrow night when Charlotte goes against Ronda Rousey. Um, I see, I think a run-in is going to happen. I think that's how they're going to get out of it. I could see yeah. both oh, sides they, they running. They don't care about beating Charlotte at this point. She's lost every uh, pay-per-view. 
Well, well she's lost the last like four papers. Why why are they not going to have her because lose? Because you still have that dream match between the yeah. two of them saved. I think Charlotte's just been wasted the last six months. She has, but what do you okay. do? I mean? I'd argue that she's part of Becky getting this hot too, though. Let's be honest. No, for sure. But she has lost at every corner. Even when she doesn't lose, she gets her ass kicked by Becky at the end. Like, like she'll win by DQ and Becky beats her ass after. I mean, she's been, uh, she hasn't looked dominant. Like, I I don't know. I I just don't see them worried about protecting Charlotte. I think Ronda beats her clean, you know, arm bar. They have a good match. It's 10 minutes tops. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe 12. I don't know. She had a competitive match with Nikki Bella just a few weeks ago. I think with Charlotte. Oh, yeah. I'll be competitive. I just think yeah. she wins clean. Yeah. Well, we shall see. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow night after Survivor Series to talk about every the match. The two biggest matches on this card tomorrow night, five-day build. Yeah. We'll see, folks. Uh, Matt, anything you want to plug before we wrap this up? No. Okay. There you go. Uh, Raj, anything coming up on the site before tomorrow night? No, man. It's a busy week. So tomorrow night, the Monday night. So keep checking out. Cool. Uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. I'll be tweeting along with Survivor Series and join us immediately after once it goes off the air on the East Coast for the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Three of us will be back live to talk about everything that happened. Until next time, folks, take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.